Good morning, and you're listening to Manny, and this is Manny's Voice. Today, we got a great show lined up for you. Today is October 1st. Uh, first, we're going to be talking about uh, a new study that provides a strong correlation between where people are raised and their chances of achieving the American dream. When I'm talking about that, that's very interesting. We're going to be also talking about the net neutrality, neutrality laws that were uh, signed by the governor of California and the U.S. Department of Justice um, sued to block its uh, implementation. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to be talking about uh, Elon Musk from uh, the CEO and chairman of Tesla. He's going to be stepping down as chairman of Tesla. The reason why and uh, what impact uh, that's going to have on the company's future. We'll be talking about that as well. What's next for uh, Kavanaugh? You know, what's going on? We'll be talking about that as well. And lastly, we're going to be talking about uh, Netflix uh, offerings for the month of October. What Netflix has coming up. That's very uh, interesting. A lot of people out there, Netflix has many, many, many subscribers. So not a lot of people are going to be interested about that. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. So we're going to be talking about a new study that uh, Harvard economists um, have come up with where they talk about how people are going to be able to move ahead economically when they live in historically low-income areas. Okay, So let's take a look at it. It's a tool. Basically, they took U.S. Census Bureau data and they compared it to IRS data. And then they used like, you know, kind of a Google Mapish um, tool and they post that, that data on that tool. The point being, they're looking for policymakers to be able to address these pockets of low-income areas to make it so that, you know, these, they get, the economy injects in these areas a little bit more than they would on on areas where the the income is not as low. Because right now, what they're saying is, it looks like a lot of people back in the 40s and 30s, it was almost guaranteed that you would make a lot more money than your parents did. Okay, But this is not necessarily the truth for people in around their 30s at this point. You know, if you, if you were born in around the early 80s, I would say, you know, in the mid-80s, only 50% of them go on to earn more than their parents. That's what um, the economist Raj Chetty, uh, he's from Harvard University, that's what he said, based on the information that they are gathering. So basically this tool is giving people, you know, and policymakers and, and whoever can use this information, um, 
you know, they're they're giving very valuable data points that were not available previously. You know, if he says, uh, if a person moved from a bad neighborhood to a good neighborhood where earnings are, you know, it's a higher income neighborhood, usually there's a, a increase of lifetime earnings by an average of 200,000. But obviously you can't move everybody you know, a whole bunch of people at once or even trickle them in because obviously it's going to set, you know, the balance is, everything's going to go out of balance. You know, you're going to have that area just plummet and the other area is going to be overwhelmed. So uh, the economy in these areas are going to, they're going to crash. So you definitely want to uh, think about that. Um, and these, this tool has a, a, a gamma of, opportunities that could be used for by policymakers by by different areas of the government and even the so, uh, communities themselves so i would uh, i would say go ahead and go into npr.org it's one of their um, feature articles and definitely give it a a, a good read um, it's interesting it's very interesting how they're correlating uh, the two, you know, census data and the IRS uh, income data and all that good stuff. So, very interesting. You know, sometimes it amazes me uh, what the human mind comes up with. You know, you just got to sometimes think outside the box. So, they definitely did that on that one. And uh, stay tuned. We're going to be talking about net neutrality. Uh, that's going to have a big impact uh, later on. This is going to be setting a precedence. And uh, this is a battle that we need to see uh, who's going to win and how they're going to win it because it's going to affect everybody. Okay, stay tuned. Okay, so we're back. We're going to be talking about net neutrality. So just to um, let everybody know, uh, net neutrality is so that telecommunications companies don't have, uh, are not supposed to have the capability of slowing down certain apps and give uh, higher speed to other apps. It should all be neutral and they should not be putting their hands in the, in the pot for anything. They should just let it ride just how it's supposed to be. So that is what's going on in California. So in 2015, uh, during the Obama administration, they put in net neutrality laws. A lot of people were against it. So, come Trump, he rescinded that in 2017. Now you have, uh, you know, California is trying to implement this at the state level since they took it out. And the U.S. Department of Justice went ahead and filed a lawsuit saying that it's going to stifle uh, innovation. Okay. And that is something, I don't agree with it, you know. Uh, and this is the FCC board member, uh, Ajit Pai. Um, it's going to prevent the opportunity for investment in broadband companies and stifle innovation. That's what he said. I, I disagree. You know, it's it's this is going to have a big impact. Okay, they're going to fight it uh, like just like they fought immigration laws before, um, and they're going to fight it. They're going to go at it. I think that companies and this is my very personal opinion this is manny's voice right now that you're hearing 
they should not be putting their hand in the pot. They should not be touching. It's going to affect everything that us people that don't have cable and rely on our internet connection to be able to entertain ourselves. It's going to impact our, our cost significantly. It's I mean, it's going to... All these companies, because it's going to come down, what is the discriminating factor that they're going to be using to determine who gets more and who gets less uh, data? You know, is it, well, um, these apps, these people like Netflix and Amazon can pay more, so they will charge them more. If they don't, we're going to slow them down. Well, what about these other apps, you know, that are popular? How are they going to keep their broadband flow to their customers you know that that's going to affect the quality of the service if you slow down their speed you know so this is definitely going to have an impact at the consumer level eventually because these companies are going to pass the cost of them having to you know pay more in order to get more speed to us they're not going to pay. For, they're going to pass the cost on to us. So these services that have already been increasing uh, significantly since they started are going to increase exponentially if if there's nothing if nothing is done. Okay, and you know just because there's a very select few companies, big major companies that control telecommunications, you you got to keep them in check. You got to keep them in check. You can't just let them do whatever they want because that's that's going to create a problem. You know, it's almost a monopoly, almost a monopoly in regards to big um, telecommunications company. So having said that, we got to keep an eye on whatever happens in California. This is going to set a precedence for the rest of the United States. And possibly if there hasn't been anything like this, and I'm not aware of it, so that doesn't mean that it hasn't happened. Maybe outside of the United States, this is already an ongoing conversation. And we might need to look out and see what other countries are doing in regards to this. Because this is very, it's important. I mean, everybody now, almost everybody's connected one way or the other to the internet. So we conduct our lives mostly on the internet. So this is going to affect us. It's going to affect everybody. So keep keep out keep an eye out on that, and um, we'll be right back. Don't go anybody. Okay, so we're back, and you're listening to Manny's voice. We are going to be talking about. Um, I was uh, browsing the internet, and I saw this. Uh, <laughs> Elon Musk was uh, at is going to be stepping down as chairman of the board for uh, Tesla. He's going to keep his uh, role as CEO, but he will be stepping down as uh, chairman of the board. And I don't know. It, it, You know, sometimes companies get so big and the boards start going in a different direction from what the CEOs and the chairman might be. And, you know... Conspiracy theorists would say, hey, maybe they did that on purpose to try to get him out so that they can start moving the company in a different way. Well, we don't know. We're, I'm just, just on a speculation on my part. So, But anyway, so let's go down to what happened. So uh, the SEC, the, uh, they went ahead and they 
they charged him a fraud um, on Thursday last week. So under the terms that he settled, you know, and under terms he's agreed to pay uh, twenty million, and Tesla will pay twenty million, and all because he went ahead and he said, uh, you know, that he had secured funding to take the uh, electric car uh, company private at a uh, $420 a share. Uh, originally, apparently, he had uh, the court... Uh, so the, the court's documents note the calculation resulted in a price of 419 but that Musk later admitted he had an extra, added an extra dollar. Uh, and that's, you know, in a quote, quote, because he had recently learned about the number significance in the marijuana culture and thought his girlfriend would find it funny, which admittedly is not a great reason to pick a price. So apparently the SEC didn't find it that funny either. And uh, Musk and Tesla, they they agreed with the deal, but they denied all the allegations. Uh, that took a hit. I mean, the, the Tesla stock sank 14%. Okay, that's the, dissolved more than $7 billion in shareholder returns. Um, and since August 7th, uh, tweet, uh, Tesla's stock has fallen 30%. Okay. So, I mean, it's crazy. This man, he's, I think he's a genius. Um, many people, he's a eccentric, but he has a vision. His vision is leading the space exploration um, in in ways that it had never been before. I mean, he's able to use rockets, reuse them. He recently gave the um, a press conference talking about um, uh, I can't I can't remember the name of the of, of the vessel, but he can, he's gotten this. You know, he's gonna have a manned crew go to the moon and uh this uh i believe it's japanese um a philanthropist uh, went ahead and bought all the all the chairs you know all the seats available for that trip and he's going to be inviting some um artists of different countries and different areas to go with him. Uh, he's using it as a way of... Because he's very much into uh, art. Uh, modern art. And uh, it's very interesting. I mean, they're already going to that way where, where they're going to have this vessel go around the moon and back. So, I mean, NASA did that, but they haven't been able to do that in years. So, I... I mean, I don't think it's going to be of a lot of consequence, the fact that he's stepping down as chairman. He's still the CEO. He still makes um, the decisions. Uh, but he needs to uh, think about stuff before he tweets because he doesn't need to be getting and becoming like other people we know. Um, we need sane people, some level of sane people, at high levels uh, that could contribute to the nation. So definitely 
He needs to uh, study what he says before he does anything like that. So that's something just just something that caught my mind, just caught my eye there. And it's kind of funny, but it, it cost him a lot of money. And uh, hopefully he can turn this around. You know, they say uh, there's no, uh, you know, all publicity is good publicity. But when it's costing you 40 million, 20, 20 out of your pocket and 20 out of your uh, company, then you know, you got to rethink, rethink that. Well, and that's, uh, that's it for now. Uh, we're going to go ahead and, uh, talk about uh, what's next for Kavanaugh and we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Okay. So we're back. Uh, so what's up with, uh, what's going on? What's going to happen with, uh, Kavanaugh? Well, it was down to one vote. And uh, the senator that was holding the appointment is not going to move forward until there's an FBI investigation. So that's where we're headed. We're heading into the FBI investigation. A lot of people were pushing for that FBI investigation, uh, myself included. If we're going to accuse somebody of something, there has to be an investigation. There has to be something that shows that it's accurate you know, and truthful and, and yes, we'll go ahead and proceed and destroy this person's life because they deserve it. Um, so we're going to go ahead. Uh, I'm not obviously disestimating anybody's claims because again, we don't know if it happened or not. I don't know that. Um, if she says it did, um, then you know we gotta we, we gotta look at these things, okay? Um, just because he's high or high up there doesn't mean the guy had to be a tool when he was a teenager. Although a lot of people would think that coming from affluence, you would have to be that kind of person. I don't know. I don't know. I, I he might be, <laughs> but let's find that out. That's what I'm saying. Let's find it out. Let's not take it as it is okay so that's all that's all we're going to touch about Kavanaugh we're, we'll see what happens um this is going to set a precedence for uh a lot of things are happening they're going to be setting precedences um eventually on a lot of other things you know so this is this is uh interesting let's keep an eye out for what's going to happen okay so next we're going to be talking about uh Netflix offerings for the month of October so stay tuned don't go anywhere Okay, we're going to be talking about Netflix offerings uh, in the month of October, okay? Um, I mean, who doesn't have Netflix nowadays? Uh, they're bringing back a lot of uh, older movies. Uh, they're, they're bringing back Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Billy Madison, um, you know, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. That's that's a, a newer, newer take on Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but... Uh, they're doing a lot of cool stuff. Um, they're getting a lot of new content as well all the time. So that's something that I like. Uh, it wasn't like that when it began. A lot of the mockbusters were everything they had and not necessarily good movies. Uh, they have a lot of uh, good uh, kids programming too. So that's that's also very good. So starting today, they're going to have Billy Madison, My Little Pony, Equestra Girls, Roller Coaster of Friendship. 
My little girl's crazy about that. <laughs> so she almost probably enjoy that. Uh, they're going to have New York Minute with the uh, Olsen twins. Pee-wee's Big Adventure, The Never-Ending Story. Uh, that's that's a big classic. Uh, they're going to have a Netflix original coming out on October 4 called Creeped Out. It's for ages 8 to 10, basically uh, like a uh, Goosebumps type of uh, series, but uh, it's a Netflix original. They're going to have Super Monsters Save Halloween. It's a Netflix film, animated. Um, on October 12th, The Boss Baby, Back in Business Season 2 comes out. Um, also, you're going to have The Curious Creations of Christine McConnell. It's a Netflix original series. Uh, it relates to Christine McConnell uh, being a baker and wickedly talented artist. She has some spooky decor, but makes delicious treats with the help of some colorful creatures. So uh, the rating is not yet available. So I, I don't know what it's geared or targeted to. Um, we'll have to see. October 12th. Keep an eye on that one. Uh, Tarson and Jane Season 2. Also coming on October 12th. Uh, October 19th. Best Worst Weekend Ever. Netflix Original Limited Series. Um, basically teenagers and what they're doing before high school starts. So it might be interesting. Uh, Gnome Alone, it's a Netflix film. Um, Garden Gnomes must help a high school student stop tiny creatures from another world to eat, that eat everything they come in contact with. Uh, Larva Island, a Netflix original. So uh, they're going to be coming in for ages three and four. My little girl loves the larvae. So they're pretty pretty cool, pretty funny stuff. October 21st, we're going to have uh, RoboZuna, a Netflix series. Uh, boy and his homemade robot attempt to free a nation crushed by an evil empire and its robot centurions. Um, it's intended for young audiences. Um, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. One I mentioned before is coming on October 26th. Supposedly it's a darker take on the Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Same call, same everything, but darker tones. TV 14. And they, they even mentioned in the beginning uh, that it might be a little bit darker than for 14-year-olds. So just just putting it out there. It might be interesting, though, to watch. Uh, and uh, leaving. Leaving Netflix. The Adventures of Tintin. And ha this happens today. The Family Man, Lost Boys, Rugrats Movies. October 6th, the BFG. October 8, uh, the 90210, seasons 1 through 5 are leaving. Uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. October 13, the Nut Job uh, leaves. October 22nd, the Secret Life of Pets goes away. Um, so that is what's coming and what's leaving on Netflix. So there you have it. That's your entertainment uh Part for today, and I hope you you guys had a good uh, good time. Uh, please uh, listen, uh, share, and comment. Um, my new email is uh, Manny's Voice Rant at gmail.com. That's Manny's M A N N Y S dot Voice dot Rant R A N T at gmail.com. Again, that's Manny's dot Voice dot Rant at gmail.com okay you can email me with uh, suggestions comments uh hellos whatever you want if you want a shout out go ahead 
send me an email. Um, and I'll be uh, listening to you guys uh, soon. So take care. Be blessed.